you were there. You're there. <laughs> so I, I thought maybe we just should record all of our conversations since they're usually very interesting. And then the ones we like, we can just, you know, put up as a podcast. Because the trouble is we have a great conversation. I said, man, that would have been great if that if we had recorded that. <laughs> That's so, actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes, you know. I like see it. How, see how the quality holds up. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to tell, but we'll see. So anyhow, so I'm sitting out here in the backyard again. Um, it's cloudy today. It looks like it's going to rain. I don't know if it is or not. You know, but, we always tried to figure out a, a music to put on our podcast. I don't think you could get anything any prettier than those birds. <laughs> that's that's the prettiest song I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> if they happen to be around, they'll chirp. <laughs> There's actually quite a few of them that I, I can see. And it's, yeah, it depends on the time of day. Nobody has any bird feeders. That would be a good idea. But um, oh, yeah. anyhow, no, yeah, yeah, birds are. Yeah, I've always loved chopping, chopping, chopping birds, chirping birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, back to the. Uh, um, I think uh, I think when we do the podcast uh, that we should start everyone off by. You know, like the inside joke is, uh, is today we're going to talk about sex and war. <laughs> That's the inside <laughs> joke. And then, we, then we'll explain it to them that that really is a broad stroke for, you know, good feelings and bad feelings. Sex exactly. Good feelings. Okay. Now that we've talked about sex and war, we're now moving on to the next subject. So that's all you get, I'm, folks. <laughs> I love it. That That's, I mean, that's the the intro to everything. That's life. That's all of life. It's all yeah. good or bad up or down how, how you know negative positive um yep and it the is. plethora in between mm-hmm, it is and so when so if we just if if the quality of this one's good <laughs> we decide to release it as a podcast it will be titled sex and war <laughs> <laughs> that's all it'll say just sex and war it won't even have a description so they'll have to listen Frederick, to we probably should have named our podcast that we'd get a lot of listeners i'm sure well, you know, we can still name it that. <laughs> you, you, how about how about you doing? No, seriously, why not? I like it. <laughs> how, how, how about? Yeah, because really, it's it, it is it is a a, a a metaphor now. I guess a metaphor for you know, good and bad, up and down, right and wrong. Yeah, you know? like like the ultimate feel good. Just yeah. your whole body just feels fabulous. Or or the other, the war. Your mm-hmm. your whole life is just you know in chaos. Right. So, um, yeah. So I think, so why don't you take that, that graphic that you did, the, the one where you said light and shadow. Yeah. And, 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 and leave the bottom there about exploring the geography <laughs> and the heart, that, that stuff, leave that there. But I think that's got an impact. I think that would be impactful. I really do. I do too. So, so in you the know, same. You said, let's, what, what, what would draw the people in to right. want to hear? We've got to give them what they want. Well, that's what people want. Uh, that's just we're curious we're really well, yeah. curious people so yeah yeah that's true yeah cu- well curiosity has killed the cat you know um that's what my, my mother used to say that to me all the time curious because i was very curious i'm still curious i'm very curious and uh, and you're still here Yay. and i'm still here being curious yes and so uh, and we will not talk about age in the show this is not allowed no age is allowed no. But anyhow, uh, I, as a kid, I was very curious. Of course, my curiosity was sometimes getting in trouble. And that my mother would say, well, curiosity killed a cat. And I would always say to her and the smart ass that I was, and satisfaction brought it back. And- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you little 
my yeah. God. I oh, yeah. I was a devil. Else. I was a little devil. I really Ooh, was. Wait. So anyhow, in terms of the graphic, yeah. So use the original graphic that you had, the red one, and use the same kind of lettering and put sex in war instead of light and shadow. Because it's the same. <laughs> See, if you think about it, it's the same. As we talked about, sex and war is a metaphor for, you know, up and down, right and wrong, good and bad, yeah. uh, light and dark. So, yeah. So, yeah, do that. And then I'll set that up. And then we'll. Well, actually, we'll probably have to throw this out as a podcast and see what people say. <laughs> and by the way, if you're over anybody, you when you're listening to our podcast, folks, what you're really doing is just you're listening in on a very personal conversation between and my friend Rhonda. So yeah. uh, you don't get to do that very often in your life, where not only do you get to listen in, but you have our permission to listen in. And if you have a comment to make or a question, there's a button there you can push and leave a message. Um and maybe in the future, we will give you a number you can call and ask us questions directly, but probably not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say you can, but we're not going to let you. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, yeah, we don't know. No. Uh, because uh, w- what these conversations are, they're just uh, fun conversations, entertaining conversations, sometimes insightful, but always inspiring and uplifting. So that's enough of talking to our audience directly. So now back to you and I. Yes. So uh, I do have to ask you a question. Where were your last two field trips? Uh, you had a field trip. I think we talked Wednesday, right? And then you had a field trip yes. Thursday, Thursday yep. and Friday. So where did you go Thursday and where did you go Friday? Uh, th- Thursday was uh, the aquarium. In Tyler, Texas. Okay, so and, that was. So I talked to you mm-hmm. Thursday. Then is that the one? I I guess so. Uh, no, no. Wednesday. We've gone oh, to. Oh, they went the to the zoo. zoo. Zoo, right? Okay. And the aquarium, and then we had field day, okay. which we took the kids to the the stadium, and they did all kind of competitions, running and jumping, and um, had little races and stuff like that. And it's all right now. We're doing the end of the year just little trips you know mm, okay uh, they're trying to fill up the time with something to do with these kids <laughs> till we can get them gone on uh may the 24th is so, that the last last day of yeah. school okay okay good we have eight more i think eight more school days uh so okay and then that's yeah. not, that's not what's good so uh um so how's your daughter? I mean, I, 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 we're not going to name names, but I just, you know, you know, we can talk about in generalities. I mean, I think, I think part of overhearing conversations, people like to hear us talk about our families yeah. um, uh, because everybody has some kind of family or uh, and most of us have dysfunctional families. Well, we're all, we all have this dysfunctional families to some degree yes. you know, uh, and everywhere in between. And it goes back to the metaphor of, uh, there's the yin and the yang, and then there's mm-hmm. all the stuff in between. And and the challenge in life is, uh, you know, moving through the stuff in between without letting it drain you of energy or yes. make your life miserable. So, I think that's what I have. Um, I think I've, I've learned to be pretty successful at listening without any expectations or any actually any um, input of how to quote fix. Just, just really just listening. And part of listening is also listening to what's not, not said as well as what is said. And so the other thing, because I truly, truly believe that we all have our answers inside of us, that if a person is allowed to talk things out long enough and they feel like they've got somebody that really loves them and you know, is, is rooting for them and, and just patient with them. 
you you can pretty much find your answers. They will start tumbling out. They'll start coming out. And you ask about my daughter. Um, from what our conversations, mine and her conversations, she's a very idealistic person that has very idealistic ways of looking at life. And it's a hard it's a hard crash when things don't happen idealistically. Exactly. Based with reality and other people's agendas and and you know, and I, I my job as her mom is to just remind her, look, this is not your entire life. This is just a small part of it. You have an, a, a another whole wide, beautiful life out there outside of this job. Mm-hmm. And so, um, once again, like I have a million times, you gather yourself back up, you um, gather your thoughts back up, you get refocused, and you honor yourself, and then you just let other people live and you let it roll off. Yeah, let them be the way they are. Yeah, I, I guess that's the thing. It's like, uh, I mean, I, I can identify with your daughter being an ideal, idealist because uh, I was. I, I still am, but uh, I'm more for myself an idealist as opposed to what I expect from the world. I actually expect nothing from the world or other people. And if I get something, uh, it's great. Like, and, and, and I always like surprises. So I, I guess I'm more, I, I really like to go with the flow because I get the nicest things that happen. I had uh, somebody contacted me um, about a week ago. I wanted to know if I did coaching, which I do. And I'm not quite sure how she heard about me or found me. But but anyhow, she was quite clear what her issue was. She had a mental loop. In other words, there was a, from her point of view, there was this negative thought pattern repeating itself over and over again. And she didn't know how to get beyond it. Uh, mm. And what she called it was grieving, but 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 that was the mental loop. And... Um, and so anyhow, when we had the conversation, it was just it was a very energetic conversation because when I work with people, when I coach people, I do not get deep into the past. That has little relevance to what's going on now. Mm-hmm. What's going on now is the issue. And that's what you want to solve. So um, what I told her uh, is that when you're stuck in a negative thought pattern, that usually means you're not allowing something. In other words, you're resisting something because if you're if you were not resisting something, you would not be stuck in the loop. So once you discover what you're not allowing, then you break the loop. And uh, so anyhow, it was really it was really great. And 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 satisfaction for me is being able to share insights with people that allow them uh, to reclaim the power that they have unwittingly unwittingly given to people down through the years. And, and so I was able to do that with this lady and, and, uh, and the way I work with coaching is I just, I do one set. There's no long-term commitment. I do one session at a time. Uh, a session is one hour costs $99 and 50 cents. And at the end of the session, if you, they want to do a second session, fine. If not, that's fine too. Uh, because I, I'm one of these people is I like to get things resolved and I can resolve <laughs> things for myself and others very quickly. It's like, I'm not going to drag it out for weeks, months, and years. So, you know, if you want to change your life, we'll do it in one session. And if you think you want a second session, that's great, or a third, that's fine. 
Uh, or if you just enjoy hearing my voice and want to pay to hear my voice, that's <laughs> fine too. <laughs> that's for another show, Frederick. Okay. Listening yeah. to this boy. Uh, that, that's another program. <laughs> What's another program? Because I'm I I got myself lost in the conversation. <laughs> no, actually, actually, no. what it, actually what it is is in this personal conversation, I put in a shameless plug for my coaching. <laughs> which, by the way, folks, if you need a coach, just leave me a message and uh, we'll talk about it. Okay, go ahead. I was disappointed <laughs> so, that you didn't do that. What, no, what's, you know what's, what? what? <laughs> I can. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so excited right now. I can see how. We are a great team, and I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why. You are a bottom line person, you and very succinct and very. Uh, you you just cut straight through the case, and you're able to come to this beautiful conclusion quickly, and you offer that you offer this big huge chunk of of wisdom, and it's like, do you want this or do you you know does this work for you? And I can see that my personality uh, looks at things, not, not looks at things, but I approach things a little bit differently. And the reason why is because that's your personality. You are a cut to the chase, bottom line person, and which is very dynamic. I have um, employed tons of different ways that have brought me to the same conclusion, I would say. But it was just how I had to deal with my personality. And we're going to find people that are going to want just cut to the chase. And we're going to find people that they need a little bit of guidance. You know, let's try this technique. Let's try this technique. And the thing I've learned, Frederick, which is I'm very excited about it. There is no right way to do something. There's no. I, when I found out the law of attraction, I thought, oh, now this is it. This is what I've been looking for my whole life. This is it. This is the answer to everything. And I went on that premise for several years. And I, something was missing. And so I just kind of laid it aside for a while. And I looked at some other things. And, and if you want, I'll, you know, I'll tell eventually what these other things were. But the point is... Every time I learned a different modality or a different uh, method or different philosophy, it did answer something with But I've learned to realize there is no one thing that is like this hallelujah song from you know, with the angels and the, and the trumpets going. You're, we're not going to have that moment of I finally found the one thing that I can you know, build my entire, it does not exist, but you can tailor make your life for yourself and use all different kinds of building blocks. And so that was my insight for, um, <laughs> for us. So, Well, that's true. I mean, there, there, well, it's been said different ways, but you know, there's so many paths to the top of the mountain yeah. and they're different for each of us. <laughs> and, Part of the thing about life is that we don't come with an instruction manual. So life is a do-it-yourself job. We <laughs> we have to figure it out one step at a time. And, and that starts with us deciding what's important to us. And if feeling good is important to us, then we will walk down that path and find those tools, find those building blocks so we can feel good as often as we want and as deeply as we want. Uh, 
and some people, uh, you know, they they act. There's actually people that like the power struggle and like to argue and like to fight because that's their path. It's not my path, so I don't have those people in my life. <laughs> uh, okay, right. No, <laughs> I've been down that path, and I got off of it as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though that 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 resonates with them where they're at at that moment. And it's, that's with everybody, you know, um, you resonate with me, your, your heart, your spirit, your, your insights, your wisdom. It, it's like when we talk and when I read your, your writings, it's, it's just like, um, it's like a friend is just walks through the door. You're like greeting one another. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. And that's the feeling I feel. And so of course I want to keep replicating that feeling. So when I read books, I've, I've picked up books that other people have suggested. I'm like, oh, I'm so you know, excited about this. And I'll get into it and it's like, oh, no, 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 I can't. No, this is not, this is not doing it for me. But to that other person, it meant something in them. It, it resonated with something in them. And that's our job. Our job for ourselves is to find what resonates and follow that. And then... Don't just keep doing something because your mom or dad or pastor or whatever friend, president has suggested that you do it. You've got to be true to yourself and you've got to find a way to, to, to go down your path in the most truthful and authentic way possible. That is our really our number one job is to be authentic to ourselves. I agree. Uh, living, well, I, I say this often, if you're living your truth, if you're living your truth, you will feel lighter and brighter. And if you're not living your truth, you'll feel heavy, darker, somber, and depressed. That's how you know the difference between what your truth is and what it isn't, um, at least from my point of view. Um, and everything, I guess that's the thing that everybody has to remember. When, when a person is speaking to you, they're always speaking to you from their point of view. Uh, so don't take it personal. They don't agree with your point of view, you know. This is true. And if we put too much, um, and I used to do that. I used to put a, excuse me just a second. Mm-hmm. I used to put a lot of stock in what other people said because I didn't trust myself. I wasn't, I, I exercised that intuition for myself. And so I was swayed. But what other people said. And you do that for a couple of million times and you finally you're like, okay, wait, this is not working. I've got to find something that that I can feel good about, that I can hold on to that's going to keep me uh, in a good place. I used to be very a very black and white thinker. And I did that because that was the way I was raised. Uh, that was my upbringing was... I was in a society of people that was very uh, good or bad or, or black or white or, or good or evil. And everything was very, um, they judged everything very harsh. And something in me, I, I don't know what it was. I, that never felt good to me. <laughs> it never, that, that at those looks like, it never felt like place and as I grew up I was labeled a rebel <laughs> I was I was labeled rebellious and 
a renegade and you know I better get my thinking straight and, and I better you know get in the word of God and 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 follow these guidelines and you're and you'll straighten up and I tried oh my god I tried so hard to be like everybody else around me and to think like them and and to like okay I'm gonna pray really hard and eventually I'm gonna feel I even told I even asked this one little lady was I was like in my 30s and I think she was like oh probably a good 30 40 years older than me and I said sister Denton I said do you think I could ever be like you someday and and in all sincerity she told me she said sweetie if you just keep trying and and memorizing the word of God and and if you keep you know being sweet yes you can and I tried and I wasn't. <laughs> I failed miserably. <laughs> well, interesting interesting that you say that because you failed miserably by someone's standards, but the fact is you're a very sweet person. Oh, well, thank you. No, you are. You know, like, I, I don't know how you are when you listen to people. I listen to people on two levels simultaneously. One is their words. I you know, listen and I, and I comprehend and I understand them. And I don't, I'll ask questions. But even more important to me is not so much what they're saying. It's what, what energy are they broadcasting to me? What am I feeling? And so when you're talking, sometimes I will close my eyes over on this side just to really allow the energy in and, 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 and experience the energy coming in from you to me and, and what that feels like and what that feels like. It, you know, I guess the word that I would use to explain to describe the energy coming in from you, it's like walking into a beautiful multi-colored flower garden, a huge one, a big one. And every, everywhere you turn are these bright, beautiful, colorful flowers. And you can't help but feel good because of all those flowers around you. And that's the kind of energy that you broadcast. You broadcast an energy that's sweet, that's kind, that's patient, that's understanding, oh uh, that's safe. It's, it's all those things. And and from a, from from a man's standpoint, that is as sexy as a woman can ever get when she broadcasts that kind of energy. That's that's true <laughs> sensuality. True. Oh my gosh, I love that that visual. I and you did a good job at painting it. That was good. Um, but, yeah. Well, actually, I was I funny. I was painting. I actually not so long ago we went up to Hot Springs, Arkansas, and there's the uh, I think I can't remember the name, but there's this big, huge, 200 acre garden of flowers, and oh. we took took a tour through it. And it's, so, as I was describing it, I was recalling that memory and seeing those in my because that's exactly the feeling I had when I was seeing seeing all these flowers up in the garden in, in Hot Springs uh, was the same kind of energy that I get when you talk to me. It's just this. Uh, relaxing calming loving caring kind nurturing it's just it's because see i've i've always found nature the, the purity of nature to be very sensual it's just mm-hmm. you just it's very intimate and it's you know and it's like i'm one of these crazy people that when i'm out in the woods i hug trees you know and, oh well no that's not crazy that's wise yeah you know i love hugging trees and they hug me back uh and one time, one of them even smacked me because a branch fell off the tree and hit me in the back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> didn't hurt me, but it did, did kind of stun me. It's like, what the hell did I do wrong? It's like, I'm looking at you. Like, what did I do to you? You know? So close. <laughs> so close. Uh, but anyhow, yeah, so. Well, um, well, that's go, go ahead. Go ahead. 
<laughs> when I talk with you, it's 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 what I need. It, you're the energy that I get from you is this warm and and caring and deeply. I felt deeply seen. <laughs> I've never seen you, but I feel deeply seen and heard and recognized and um, enjoyed. And and you've got this voice that when you talk, you literally wrap your arms around people. You just you hug them to you. Your your voice is very appealing and you're very approachable. And that's what what I need. And so that's. Uh, that's we make people feel, I guess, the way they need to feel. That's- well, we feel good about ourselves. So we, if you feel good about yourself, you can't help but make other people feel good. And if you feel yeah. bad about yourself, other people are going to feel bad. And you and I both come from the place that we like feeling good, and we'll do whatever we have to do to nurture, expand, and broaden that good feeling. And 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 we're so committed to feeling good that we won't allow people feeling bad to stay in our space feeling bad for very long. They'll either leave <laughs> or they'll start feeling good. It's just that simple, you know? So give a person an ultimatum. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to try to stick with you for a little bit, you know? Uh, but if you don't turn the corner pretty quickly on those negatives, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll find, <laughs> I'll find a way to excuse myself or, or, um, you know, it's not inauthentic. It's, it's just my technique of trying to, uh, I have a filter. I have a filter. I want. I filter things through, and I want to feel good. So I, I, I know what I want to feel, and I know how I, I get to that point. So yeah, I will hang in there with people. You know, they need something. Going back to this other thing about you and I love to feel good. That is like a very high priority in both of our lives. Uh, there was a reason why, because there was a time when in our upbringings, in our lives, that you and I did not feel good about ourselves, about others, about life, about the future. We know what that feels like. We know what those disheartening, soul-crushing feelings feel like. And we don't ever, ever plan to ever feel that again. And so that's why we are so, we so guard our hearts and we guard our thoughts because we we feeling good feels so good. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. And and there, what people don't understand, there's no uh, there's no top to how good you can feel, and there's no bottom to how bad you can feel. Ooh, that's wow. And, and the problem with the no bottom to how bad you can feel, it gets so painful that you just want to get away from it. And uh, that's the reason why people get suicidal feelings. And and see, society judges suicide having suicidal feelings is something really bad. I don't. It's, it's just saying, it's just saying, I want to get, a, I, I'm, I'm somehow I've I got into this mental loop and I'm creating pain for myself and I want to get rid of it. So yes. when people, when people tell me they're feeling suicidal, they're telling me they want to get away from the pain. They're not, they're not telling me they want to kill themselves. Pe- no, uh, very few people actually really want to do that. You know, what they want to do is get, get rid of the pain. It's that pain. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, that's really I always say, I, you know, and I support people however they're it's like, if you want to feel bad, I'll support you in feeling bad. I can only tell you that if you're feeling bad, the end result of feeling bad is you're going to end up feeling worse. And then you're going to end up feeling worse about feeling worse. And it doesn't end by the same token. You can feel good and you can feel better and you can feel better than good and good and better. And it just goes as high as, you know, and, until people think you're walking on 
on air. And actually, some sometimes I do. Um, but <laughs> and you know what? That's as deep as it goes. I, I I know that wise people seem just almost out of my league, or you know the the gurus or the all these people that are highly thought of. It, it their wisdom and their the peace that they've attained almost seem like out of my league. But actually what it is, is they've just found a way to feel good. That is as deep as it gets. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is. It's as <laughs> deep as it gets. That's the only difference between you and, and these gurus that seem to be better than us, that they just feel better than us. They're more at peace with being here than we are. Yes. Uh, so if you look at any guru, the reason why you're attracted to that guru is because on some level, in some way, he's more at peace than you. And 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 these gurus, for lack of a better word, uh, have different skills and abilities. But but mainly, they have over time they have learned to become one and in alignment with the universe. And when you're in alignment with the universe, then anything is possible. You know, what, uh, what, alignment with the universe. What what is any more wonderful than that? I can't imagine. I don't want to imagine. Well, I, that's just that's just it. In alignment, that's why people want more money or more fame or more cars or more houses or whatever. They're looking for a feeling. And what I'd like to propose and what I've heard other people say, if that's what you're wanting, then just start feeling the feeling. You don't have to have the stuff in order to feel the feeling. You're, you think that you've got... Well, once I win the lottery, then I'm going to really feel like I've accomplished something. Well, start feeling like you've accomplished something. Go for the feeling first and let the how figure its way out. Well, see, that's that's the con job of life that, that we get programmed into, the, the believing that you have to have something to feel good. And and that starts at a very young age and so, in terms of the programming. And so... You know, I look at people like the Kardashians, and I've at least recently I've read some stories. I mean, so, these people might have a lot of material possessions and a lot of fame, but they are suffering a lot. Uh, especially uh, uh, Kim, I, I read a story, you know, with a breakup with uh, uh, what's his name? The I don't know, K K. What well, I don't know what his name is, but whatever. Uh, Kanye. Uh, Kanye. Come on now. If he, if he, well, if he listens to this, he'll probably be upset. I don't even know what the hell his name is. But. But no, but 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 you read these stories that, that emotionally they're suffering a lot, and and you can't find peace in material stuff. You just can't find it. Now, if you have peace, it will add uh, to you. It will add, like mm-hmm. if you're happy, and you you know then things will make you happier. But they can't make you happy. You have to foundationally, you have to be the happy one because actually, if you're not the happy one, you can have all kinds of great stuff around you and doesn't do anything for you so oh no um, you know it's an inside job for sure so on her instagram i think and i want to just i want to preface everything that we're saying we may not need to but i want to okay there's no judgment we're not speaking oh no 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 there's plenty of no 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 there's plenty of no there's plenty of judgment no, they're not. We are. We no, are no, <laughs> no, there's judgment. No, we're judging. <laughs> but let me explain. Let me explain. Because I, I think this is important. See, people make themselves wrong. We all have a judgment mechanism. It just goes. We can't stop that. It, I mean, we're, we judge because we're brought in the world of good, bad, right, and wrong, you know, war and sex. And so, so that's how the mind operates. 
Now, that doesn't mean that we have to believe in our judgments. That doesn't mean oh, we right. True. You know, ha- have to act on them. It doesn't mean that we have to ju- even judge ourselves for judging. It's just like, yeah, I judge and I just let it go. It's like, that's an ugly tree, gone. <laughs> that's a beautiful tree, gone. I want sex with that woman, gone. I want sex with that, you know, whatever it is, it's just gone. You know, just, You've it, just it, found a way to like uh, control all of your judgments. That's what you've done. Yeah, I just let them go because you have them. I mean, you know, they, they run in the background of our mind. But I know what you mean when you're saying we're talking about these people. We're not judging them. We, we're just kind of observing their life because they are public figures and they broadcast it out there for us to see. And, and we read these. She's very she's very much in the public eye. And yeah, on Instagram is I think she has three million followers now, three million. <laughs> well, she may have more than that for all I know, but a lot of people. Oh, probably. But yeah, I, I think I think her life is, is enormously stressful. That's my opinion. I don't yes. live it, so I don't know. But I think it's enormously stressful. It Can you imagine and, the upkeep that you have to do to be in the public eye, and and you're you are so aware that everything you do, every breath you take, every time you blink your eyes, there's a picture of it, and you are being scrutinized. Now, granted, yes, she did put herself in that situation. But Frederick, how many times have have you or I thought we wanted something, uh, a certain something, and oh, we just you know I, I can't live until I've got that you know, and we get it, and then you were like, oh my God, I can't live till I get rid of this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, yeah, the the thing about people in the public, you know, it's kind of like um, Elvis. You know, Elvis, of course, was very big in my life at at one point, and. And what happens with people like Elvis and the Kardashians and other celebrities, you know, because I mean, there's so many celebrities that have accidentally overdosed, you know, Heath Ledger, for an example. Oh, no. Uh, and, and part of it is that they, you know, they start doing what they love. It's exciting in the beginning, but all of a sudden they're trapped in the very thing that they created and they don't know how to get out of it. It's like I still subscribe to the theory that Elvis faked his death and he went on to live a great life privately somewhere. Oh, I think I, so. I, I, I think that. I mean, I mean that that's been going. I mean, there's no proof that that's true, but there's no proof that it's not true. We don't know for sure. At least the, I don't know for sure. But but the point is, is that when you get into that, it's like how do you get out of that? It's kind of like people get into a a bad marriage and they don't know how to get out of it because they, their identity is too wrapped up in it. So, you know, Elvis's identity was too wrapped up in being a famous singer. And I think the Kardashians identity is too wrapped up in being the famous Kardashians. So how do you get away? Because I heard, what did I read about Kim? It was just like, she, when Kanye, whatever his name is left, uh, she was so insecure because she used to ask him all the time what she should wear and how she should dress. And once she left, she got, got became very insecure about how to dress. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the, the, I, the thing I, I'm not, like I say, I'm not a big fan of that kind of reality TV. But the thing I do like, especially lately about the Kardashians, is they're being very honest about what they're going through. They're more revealing their struggles rather than just the glamour side. Up front, then, and it's not, uh, everything's not so airbrushed. You know, their life is not airbrushed. And, exactly, uh, exactly. They are being a little bit more authentic, which actually makes them a little bit more relatable. And- well, not only does it make it more relatable, it, it gives a lot of other 
people's permission, the, the people oh. who follow them to be more authentic yes. and, and to be more real. And I think that's important. So I think from that standpoint, they're making a great contribution to society, especially in, in recent years because of the, they've been so um, uh, open about the, the, their own personal struggles and what they face. I, I think that that, that it helps a lot of people. And, and, okay. and the, so, but in the beginning, I was not real happy about it because, well, in the beginning, it was all glamour and it, it was no, Very there was no, re, there was no real reality to it. It was, <laughs> it was a manufactured reality, which I, based on what I know about Hollywood and that whole thing, it, it was, uh, you know, constructed by the people who were actually producing the Kardashian program um, to some degree. But anyhow. Well, I had a little bit of a, love hate relationship with Hollywood anyway. I, I'm thinking this is an industry that is complete fantasy. Everything about Hollywood is m- movies aren't real. I mean, it's not like they've got a product, you know, a, a new kind of shoe or a box or a car. This is a fantasy. The, the entire industry is nothing but made up stories. But yet it's become so important in our lives and so um such a part of oh did you see that movie or you know what about their performance and and I'm like that is all just that's not real <laughs> none of that is real hey um, I got hey I hate to interrupt you because my mind just went somewhere um right. well partly because we're having this very personal conversation and we're recording it at the same time and now we're going to throw up it as a podcast I thought uh, and we've been discussing what we're, we're changing, what the, we're going to call it. And we said sex and war. How about how about if we title this episode "Sex War and the Kardashians"? Absolutely. <laughs> but 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 the graphic that we talked about will be what it is. Anyhow, we've actually been doing this part of it for for thirty seven minutes. So I think uh, this should be as our first and our newest uh, podcast. This should be long enough for our uh, listeners to see oh, if they like that. This is the great. And, um, yeah, I think we would be. There's, there's some little <laughs> glitches. I can hear it in the thing where it breaks up a little bit, but not enough, to, I think, to kill the moon. So I think we should be okay. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap this uh, conversation up with you now, and then uh, I will process this uh, podcast that we recorded, and then I'll send it to you to listen to, and then you can start judging yourself like you did before and then i'll have to tell you to stop doing that <laughs> so to, to be clear people for people who are listening we we did a short uh, i guess a, a short practice podcast just to see how just to see how the transmission was and i love uh, Rhonda's voice you know but then when Rhonda listened to her voice she really hated it so i had to remind her that she needs to, <laughs> she needs it to listen be to it if you don't send me the clip it may be better that i don't listen to it well you know i i, I think this thing about listening to her own voice it, it's true for everyone when i first when i and this has been years ago when i first heard my voice played back on a tape recorder i was so upset that I wanted to take a knife and cut out my vocal cords. That's how terrible I thought my voice was. And uh, but then the more you listen to it, the more you get used to it. And and then all of a sudden it doesn't sound so bad. And then after a while, part sounds good. And then if you, know, you, you get good feedback, and like I have, I've had you know people have told me for years, you sound like a radio announcer. You should be on radio, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at some point, I finally believed them. It's like wow, I do have a good voice, you know. Uh, but but that's the same for all of us, and so for me, for you, uh, you know, I want I want you to know that, that you know, it, while I have had many friends and many co-hosts, 
And I've always looked for somebody that was compatible to me voice-wise and energy-wise. And you're the first person I ever came across like it's a perfect match. It's like the perfect blend of male and female energy. That's the only way I can put it. So so happy and I feel so honored. And I'm I'm so excited for what we've got going in the future because it's just I, I the energy that we feel for one another and have with one another is it's it's just it's magical and I love it and I don't want to stop and I'm glad that other people get to share in it. So this is a good place to wrap this up. It is, and and hopefully somebody <laughs> will leave a comment or uh, leave a message and let us know uh, if you like it or if you don't like it. If you like it, we'll love you. If you don't like it, we'll hate you. So, <laughs> if you want to be loved by us, like our podcast. If you want to be hated by us, hate our podcast. We we take things very personal here. <laughs> On that note, I'm getting off the line, uh, Rhonda. I'll talk to you later. Later. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye.